Welcome to the SWP. It's brought to you by All Insurance Ontario and Jim K. Ford, your Ottawa-certified pre-owned Ford dealer. They remove all of the worries with a 12-month, 20,000-kilometer limited warranty coverage, vehicle history report, purchase financing rates from 1.99%, 24-hour roadside assistance, and a whole lot more. See, that's peace of mind when you're buying a vehicle. Check out jimkford.com, 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans. A lot of people I talk to end up asking me about what coverages should they have for their house. How much do I need? Why would I want that? Hi, I'm Jared Gerard, All Insurance Ontario. Call or text me at 801-2659. Give me a call, let's have that talk, and we'll make sure that you have the coverages that you want and that you need. All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. The Steve Warren Project. Sports and whatever. All right, here we are back on a Monday. Steve and Jimmy back again, back in black. Huh? Hmm? Oh, I huh? got it. Yeah, Keeping I got the it. music going. Yeah, yeah, it's sports <laughs> and whatever. That's <laughs> <laughs> like the. It's like doing a show with the young Brian Johnson here. Well done. Well done. Yeah. Hope you had a never great weekend, a everybody. Heavy metal fan, Steve. Never. No, why a not? Heavy, I never. You are. Come on. Well, it's not really heavy metal. I think this hard oh. rock, and then you go to the heavy metal extreme. I don't no. know. I went no, through no. that phase when I was 18, and all about Ozzy Osbourne and Motley Crue and Van Halen, a bunch of others as well. Yeah, my mother used to lay down some heavy metal there after a little bit of scotch. No, I, mean. <laughs> <laughs> I went I to a know, Judas I Priest I concert. Said. I don't know either. Uh, yeah, but I went to no a, Judas, a Judas Priest concert at, at uh, the Ottawa Civic Center back in the mid-'80s, I want to say, and... Uh, our math teacher, and she couldn't have been like more than, I don't know, five foot three. She challenged us. If we did well in math, she would go to the Judas Priest concert. There she was. Oh, she cool. showed up and everything. It was a very cool thing. I like Anyway. It. Boston was my first concert ever at the Civic Center. One of my all-time favorite bands. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. And you were there. Fantastic. The stuff you don't know. Wow. Tom I Scholes was so is- uncool, too. I didn't like it. And, and people were up oh. rocking and... I was, I don't even know who I was. I might've gone with my brother, I guess. And I was just like, I don't fit in here, man. I just do not fit in here. <laughs> Is, I didn't have a jean some... jacket, Steve, or construction boots like everyone else did. Right. Is Boston going to do some show tunes for us at some point? Huh? Yeah. Come on. Like every other band. That's, that's, you know. But Tom Schultz is the guy that is the brains behind, like they, he played every instrument and uh, just hired his guys for concerts and things. And of course, needed a lead singer as well. But he is, uh, I watched a documentary on him about five years ago. And the innovative work that he did in the studio was just, I mean, it's its impressive really? by 2022 standards, let alone a guy that was coming up in the 70s. I love the music docs. You know how I'm, I'm, a, I'm a Netflix guru. Oh, yeah. Uh, and there's a couple of great ones that, of course, I can't think of the title now. So I'll, I'll remember them at the end of the show. Netflix last what night, I watched a, a movie called Dark Waters. Any with, good? Uh, I saw it. And then I, I sort of looked at the, at the little bio and then I passed. Yeah. It's a pretty good cast. It's got Mark Ruffalo. It's got Tim Robbins in it. Uh, Anne Hathaway. It's all about the DuPont Chemical Company and their invention of Teflon. And it actually was pretty disturbing because Teflon's on everything. The pans and stuff, the nonstick fry pans. It's all the... You know, like all the carpeting that's that's non-stain, right, uh, right. Fabric softener. It's like 
and it was just shocking to hear how completely lethal it is to the human body. And uh, I'd be shocked if 90% of the planet didn't have exposure to this stuff. Anyway, it was, it was pretty interesting, I thought. I thought it was, uh, when I read it, I know now why I didn't. I thought it was like an Aaron Brockovich thing. It was exactly an Aaron Brockovich thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Look at me go. Yeah. Chemicals getting into drinking water and so on and so forth. Anyway, right. watch that. I watched Brockerton as well. Brockerton? Bridgerton. Bridgerton. <laughs> Brockerton. I don't know what Brockerton is. I'm wearing off on you. Yeah, just throw so. any name out there. Yeah, I matter. corrected myself. I did. There's a woman uh, in the second se- second uh, season of Bridgerton that I'm just completely smitten with. The love really? interest in season two. Yeah. And, I, and that's, you know what? It's completely. We're doing a sports show here. Why am I even bringing this stuff up? Come on, Steve. How dare me? What did you do this weekend? Uh, what did I do? I, you know, not not much, Stevie. Uh, I've, I've, I've watched the first women's major, the LPGA. Uh, well, you formerly the Dinosaur. Uh, Chevron, I think, is the, is the uh, sponsor. I watched that. It was good. It was good drama. I uh, watched some hockey. I watched my Oilers uh, n- yeah, tick off a couple of big stats with Dreisaitl and Connor. I think you sent me a piece. They both got 100 points. Uh, Dreisaitl went down last night in the second period. Uh, they were playing, I think they played Anaheim. Uh, they, they, they beat them handily, uh, and everyone's heart dropped. But uh, tough guy. Came back, Stevie. Came back. Looked like a left leg injury, but he came back. He got his 50. Uh, who else? Matthews has got 50 now. That's right. Uh, yeah, and they both both got a hundy. Hundy P, Stevie. Yeah, and the thing about McDavid and Dreisaitl getting to uh, 100 points, it's a very rare thing when more than one guy gets to 100 points uh, on a team, and right. they're in some pretty damn good company. The last two to do it were in 95-96. In fact, there were three guys who did it for the Penguins in Lemieux, Yager, and Francis on those great Penguin teams. Before uh-huh. that, it was Gretzky and Lemieux in the mid-'80s. They did it twice. Gretzky and Coffey did it once in the 80s. And then you had uh, Phil Esposito and Bobby Orr do it three times in the 70s. So that is very select company indeed. It's rare. Totally, Sounds especially like- in these days. Because, I mean, those other eras we're talking about, the scoring was entirely different. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you saw... Well, I always go to my Oilers, Stevie. This just in. Uh, the... You'd have to look that up, Stevie, but they would have had three guys got 50. I think in Gretz, Yari, Messier, Glennie Anderson was way up there one year, Paul Coffey. Yeah. Like just a just a raft of points that those guys got. Yeah, I think they had the record for most guys with 50 goals on one team. But this being the 100-point thing, it, uh, that's a pretty select company. And like I say, it was just so much easier to score in those four other eras we indicated to see mm-hmm. McDavid and Dreisaitl do it today with the coaching defensive systems that are so right. sublime out there. It is really, really hard to score. And uh, that's a special tandem, quite obviously. And the def- and defense, right? The, the guys are like, I don't know, six, seven, you know, goalies are giant. Yeah. Equipment's bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's impressive. You're right. Yeah, There's a million reasons why it's impressive, for sure. Uh, what is not impressive is a couple of things on the go here. I was uh, checking these videos out over the weekend. And yeah. uh, just on the highlights, I was, I was first of all, annoyed with this Anaheim Ducks-Arizona Coyotes game. I, I just 
there was a young uh, this young player in the in the league, Trevor Zegras, who everybody knows for the Michigan. He keeps doing these wraparound goals oh, yeah, where he right. picks the puck yeah. up on his stick and and tucks it around. Um, well, there was a couple of things that were annoying about this. The broadcast team, for one, at the end near the end of the game, you got Anaheim up five nothing. There's about five minutes left in the game, and basically a fight breaks out because Zegras, who had had the Michigan goal earlier in the game. He's in there with five minutes left, and his team's up 5 nothing. He's in there digging at the goalie, poking at the goalie with his stick. So an opposing player, in this case Jay Beagle, comes up behind, gives him a little cross-check in the back to say, settle down, kid, you're up 5 nothing. That's bad no. form. But Zgras's teammate, Troy Terry, a non-fighter if there ever was one, he has 32 goals on the year, one of the better players in the league. He comes in to defend Zgras and takes a swing at Beagle. And Beagle then completely fills him in. His face, I don't know if you had a chance to see his face, it's welts everywhere. Like, he beat the crap out of this guy. And then right. Zgras, at the end of the game, with the media, goes off about what a disgrace that Beagle was for doing that. I'm, like, pulling my hair out going, you're the one who started this, kid. You're the one who's in there digging at the opposing goalie with five minutes left, and you're up 5 nothing." Uh, meanwhile, in the uh, one of the things I did have a problem with in the commentating was I think it's Tyson Nash that was saying that it was because of skill, you know, that, that basically Arizona, Arizona is pissed off with the skill show you're putting on and the wraparound and the Michigan. And that's why Jay Beagle got in the fight that I disagree with, but mm-hmm. I just thought the whole thing was a big mess. Well, there, you sent me a couple of vids, right? Uh, the Subban thing too. I know you want to talk about yeah. um, is, is kind of like way over the top, you know, he, uh, someone laid a hit on one of his teammates and he, you know, he hunted the guy down, right? Yeah, it was Chased Jack him. Hughes, by the way. They're arguably their top player. And so it's like, what, what, what's going on? Like you just said, what's going on, Stevie, is playoffs is what's happening, man. The teams are teams are jousting here for position. There's some great battles, right? Uh, I need to look no further than what's going on here with the Oilers. So, Steve, even if it's – so if it's a team fighting for a playoff position uh, – you know, where they where they got to keep winning or or the other case will be teams that are completely out of it. And that's what I've never liked in the, in the last 10 to 15 games of a season where there are teams out of it who go kooky on the ice. Right. right. I'm like, easy, dude. Easy. You know, we're like, OK, well, we're not going to make it. So we're going to make it. So I'm going to hurt you. you right. Because because you guys have playoffs coming up. It's, it's always bothered me about hockey. It's always bothered me about some of these games that mean nothing for one team and the other team's trying to stay healthy and, you know, going into the playoffs. It's, uh, you know, disgusting is kind of the wrong word, but but you know what I mean, Stevie? Like you've you got just a few weeks left here, right? Or yeah, less, I think that I plays guess. into it. The emotions of uh, the stretch run, you've got guys playing for jobs. And if you're out of it, for example, I think, I think P.K. Subban's contract's up at the end of the year. He's playing for his next contract, so it's. Uh, right. I think the emotions are high. I'll, I'll say that. To me, these two stories, and just to fully reset the New Jersey Islanders story, you had uh, I think it was Wallstrom from the Islanders who basically just bumps into Jack Hughes from another angle. You you know you might suggest <clears throat> that oh well there was kind of a knee to knee thing. To me, right. that only happened because Jack Hughes was trying to get out of the way of the hit. Right. So it to me was little more than a bump of a guy who just gave up the puck, and I, I had no problem with it whatsoever. 
Obviously, P.K. Subban did as the puck came up ice. The Islanders were rushing up ice. Basically, Subban basically says, okay, go ahead and have a two-on-one here because I'm going over here to jump Wallstrom. And to me, it's, it's, a, it's a story. Both of these stories are about what violates the code, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. because, I, I, again, I don't think that that should violate any code. Today in the NHL, though, if you hit a player cleanly, if it's a hard hit even, uh, you have to answer for it, just the way it seems to be now. But now it's gotten to a point where if you just bump into a star player, that apparently violates the code and you got to go. Right. And then the Anaheim example, Jay Beagle, he's getting all kinds of grief. He shouldn't have fought that guy. He's a star. Well, who started it? Right. Troy Terry came over and took a swing at him with his stick kind of in the air at the same time. At that stage, all bets are off. Beagle's well within his rights to fill this kid in. So right. I, I just... The code is some, somewhat frustrating to me because I really, I don't know who's writing it. I don't know how it evolves the way it does. Because well, yeah. 20 years ago, it'd be keep your damn hot head up. Yeah, that's my point. The code keeps, I don't, I don't know, it's out the window, right? Some of that's good, Stevie. Some of it's good. Like I watched a game the other night uh, and it was like pure, pure playoff. Right. Pure playoff stuff, man. It was fantastic, you know, back and forth, Stevie. Oh, it's getting know? good. Yeah, it is getting good. So, very good, and uh, yeah, lots of good stuff. We still down here a month before the playoffs get underway. Of course, my Ottawa Senators will not be there, but they did in the meantime sweep the Red Wings on the weekend. And Josh Norris had a couple of goals in that game. He hits thirty goals. He's actually, if he hadn't gotten injured, he'd be on pace for a forty-seven goal season. And guess who is a free agent at the end of this season? So it's going. I to think be he dirt. got a hat trick, Steve. He did, yeah. He got three goals to get to 30 and uh, played very well on the weekend against the Red Wings. So uh, Tyler Ennis, we just learned, is going to be out for the season. He was actually with the Oilers last season for a little bit, but uh, he's going to be out for the season. He had a shoulder injury suffered in that game, so Sens left to do a bit of a lineup blender for the next couple of games as they get ready for the uh, next one against the Habs. So uh, let's take a time out of the program. When we come back, it is... Masters Week, James. It is oh. Masters Week. It's finally upon us. Yes, oh, baby. baby. Yes. Tiger. Tiger's a game time decision. So we'll talk about that coming up after these words. With dozens of huge insurance companies fighting for your business, rates are incredibly competitive. That means you're better off selecting on fit rather than premiums, since they're all pretty close. Are you a client with a boat and a cottage or rentals and investments? Let's work together to find the right fit for you. Text 8606008, All Insurance Ontario, your modern boutique broker. Jim K. Ford is celebrating their 40th year of serving Ottawa, and in my opinion, and in Jimmy's opinion, you don't last that long in this business without being elite. Jim K. Ford has always been family-owned and operated, and their amazing team of professionals from sales to service is constantly training and improving to provide you with the best possible customer experience. So do a little shopping today at jimkford.com and then order up your dream vehicle exactly the way you want it. Jim K. Ford, 1438 Uville Drive in Orleans. And if you need help navigating this tough Ottawa housing market, you should call the Glen Walton Real Estate Team. For sellers, Glen services include staging, painting, cleaning, and of course, negotiating all the offers coming in. And for buyers, Glen has all the expertise you need to help you land your dream home when competing with so many other offers out there. So if you're looking to buy, sell, or invest in real estate, contact Glenn today at glennwalton.com.
The Masters is upon us. The 2022 Masters begins on Thursday. James, where are they playing it this year? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and uh, uh, is there a story here about Tiger? I've heard nothing about whether a Tiger's going to play or not. You just yeah. can't get anything on that, nope. Steve. It's just can't completely bone dry on the Tiger news. On the Tiger news. You know what was funny, Stevie? Uh, speaking of that, so the whole, everyone's everyone's you know, inundated with the Will Smith thing, okay? And he's getting buried now, right? They're, they're pulling up any little piece of Will, slightly raising his hand to a guy. They had, him, they had him in a little scrum there, slapping a guy in the face in Russia or something. Um, so when that whole thing came down, Amy Schumer was one of the hosts of, of the Oscars. And uh, she, she came on stage with the other two chicks who were doing it. I forget who they were. And she came down on a wire in a Spider-Man outfit. Right. Okay, I don't know if you saw it. I did, and and then in between that time and when she came out again, the Will Smith incident happened with Chris Rock. I don't know if you saw it, and she she walks out and goes, "Hey, everyone, uh, um, uh, welcome back to the Oscars." And and she looks around. She goes, "Am I sensing a bit of a different vibe right now with what's going?" On? <laughs> That's it excellent. was brilliant. It was absolutely brilliant. Am I? Did something happen here? Yeah. Between the time I changed my Spider-Man outfit and <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, absolutely. I saw hilarious. video. Yeah. I, speaking of old video, I saw a video. I don't know what the movie was. I'm sure one of the good listeners will be able to fill in the blank. But there's a movie out there that exists from the past where Will Smith's character has dreadlocks. And he seems like, I don't know, he seems like he's drunk or something. And then uh-huh. Chris Rock, more of a straight laced character. And at one point, he makes some joke about uh, you know. What did the fingers say to the face or something like that? And then slap. And it actually slapped oh. him exactly in the same manner that we saw at the Oscars. So it's not the first time that Chris Rock has been slapped by Will Smith. By, I don't, know, I don't wow. know exactly where that came from. but uh, Nice find there. Holy and who man. knows? Maybe it's some doctored social media thing and I'm talking out of my Could ass be. here. So. Right. Yeah. Right. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, Tiger Woods did announce that he'd be a game-time decision on whether he competes in the 86th Masters, which fires up on Thursday. Gave that update in a tweet on Sunday. He wrote that he'd be returning to Augusta to continue his preparation and practice. Right. And ESPN saying that he played an 18-hole practice round at Augusta last Tuesday. I don't know. At this stage of the game, shouldn't you know? Well, he said he's going he's gonna to address it on Tuesday, tomorrow. Right. Uh, when, when we record here anyway. Uh so he's gonna he's gonna do that. Um, yeah, I'm kind of hooked into it. I guess you know. I, I think I was telling you last week when we talked. I'm like, ah, I, I don't. You know, if he's in, he's in. If he's not, he's not. Is, is it a game changer? Uh, well, I think you changed your whole... mind by the end of the conversation. You started out with that take, and then you evolved into I'm all into it. Yeah, because if 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 there's uh, any guy right under this circumstance, you know, massive injury hasn't hasn't played tournament golf. Um, uh, hasn't played tournament golf since, um, he almost killed himself driving his car in that big accident. And, you know, if it was any other player, uh, you'd go, well, I, I don't know, Brooks Kepka or, or DeChambeau or, you know, who are good guys, you'd, it wouldn't be as big a story. And, and the reason it's a big story is could he win this thing if he comes back, Stevie? Could he possibly pull off this 
this deal, uh, which he did a couple years ago, right? So your 2019 champion, and no one thought he had a chance that year. And I'd say the odds are considerably longer after he damn near lost his leg a year ago. Yeah, yeah. So I'm hooked. I'm I'm hooked into it. And the Canadian contingent, Stevie, uh, Corey Connors, man, is is right in the thick of things these days. You know, he's he's. Well, look at the match play, right? How well he did. He's got he's got tons of game. By the way, Stevie, his and caddy by the way, is he, a friend he did, of he, Just before you go into that, just to tell you what he did in the match play, he, he got to the final four, and for the third place match, he beat Dustin Johnson head-to-head. That ain't bad. Right, right. And that's only a couple weeks ago, right? So he's peaking. Uh, by the way, his caddy, I've told you, is a friend of mine. He's from Edmonton, Danny Saul. He used to cool. play in the Canadian Tour. Uh, nice pick up there, Danny. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Uh, of grabbing that bag. Uh, anyway, these guys are, you know, Matt Hughes, right? Is is not is not out of any tournament. Uh, so, and then Mike Weir gets to play, of course, for the rest of his life. But Corey Connor's got a real deal. I don't know what the odds are on him. It, it, I, I kind of ignore those. Uh, I, you know, I don't know what he would be. The odds be, on him. Be, to- I bet he'd be in the upper, certainly in the upper half of the field as far as likely to win. I would think so. Yeah, I would think so. So. Um, I'll be watching, Stevie. I oh, yeah. will be watching. So good. I'm going to... In fact, Stevie, I'm done for the rest of the week. I'm going to sit on my couch <laughs> just to make sure I'm going to start tonight, just to make sure I don't miss the opening montage, Stevie. Yeah. Now, the the Tiger effect is a double-edged sword because I, I want to see him. I think it could prove to be some of the best sports theater going. You know, I've always said, you know, the best reality TV is sports. Like, what's better than this? Right, you know, so many people that huddle around the TV over scripted reality TV. This is real, and that's what part, that's part of what makes sports so great. But the double-edged sword part of it, Jimmy, is that he really does take up a lot of TV time and oxygen, in that we don't maybe get to see if Corey Connors, for example, goes on a tear, um, or some other players that we want to watch. Right, we're we're going to see every freaking shot that Tiger Woods makes in this tournament. We won't miss a one, even if he's twenty strokes off the lead. Well, they, they and that's the only the problem with some of those American broadcasts, right? Which is only American broad, you know that that bring you these deals. Um, is you know Bryson DeChambeau or something might be defending a, a tournament, but he'd be out of it, and yet they keep going back to him. For example, like, you know, he's struggling to make the cut, but they're, you know, they're going to show me every shot, and yet I don't get to see Dustin, you right. know, who's, who's like, during that match play, it was very frustrating, very frustrating with, with, with the way they show it. Uh, but the cool thing is, Stevie, the, the, the PGA app, um, let me just stand down, Stevie. It's, I think it's called the PGA. Just wait, I'll pull it up here. I'll hum a music. I'll hum a music bridge. Yeah, the P- PGA Tour app, Stevie. If you go on there, it's a fantastic app. By the way, Stevie is short for application. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Look so, at you go. Um, if you if you do that, you can click on any player, Steve, and get the full play by play. It's fantastic. You can. I like it, it, and it's really good. It's really really good, and it's really up to speed. You you don't miss a shot. So. Go to yeah. that one when you want, want to watch your favorite player. I think the thing that even because people talk about that when we get too much Tiger, right? People talk about that from the Canadiana standpoint. And of course, this 
as 99.9% of our listeners know, we are in Canada. Um, what I find bothersome is how TSN handles that. You've got the rights to the masters, and sometimes there will be a Canadian hanging around the leaderboard, and yet the Canadian rights holder just flicks the switch and gives us a steady diet of CBS. That to me is, I don't know, like at some stage, don't you think about maybe getting your own guys in there and <laughs> and, shoe, and shoehorning the freaking lone Canadian on the leaderboard in there? At, right, at, somehow. At, at these yeah. majors, somehow. I think. Well, at least, or I always thought that, you know, you, give me a break here, boys, okay? When you're, when you're doing your network coverage, can you just, can you just for 30 seconds flash to here's how the Canadians are doing? Right. You know what I mean? Like it takes 10 seconds. You know, yeah. 10 seconds. So but. even if you have the, that's a great idea. Even if you're just showing us exactly 100% of the CBS coverage, the odd graphic you could superimpose in there on the TSN feed that says, here's what Corey Connors is doing on five. He just missed his putt right. to par that hole. He's still blah, blah, blah behind the lead. That would be great. I think that's there a good go. idea. Eight seconds. Eight yeah. seconds to do that. Easy. Uh, Stevie, you know what? You know what? This will, you'll remember this. Uh, because there's always a story going into one of the majors. And, of course, the story's Tiger. Do you remember a couple of years ago, Stevie, though, and it absolutely blew up and backfired on them, was this wall-to-wall coverage anticipation that Bryson DeChambeau, when he started hitting those bombs, when he won the U.S. Open, and he started hitting the bombs and, and you know, changed the swing, put on 40 pounds. Remember that whole story? And he won a couple of events. Yeah. And then that was the whole story about uh, the Masters. And even Bryson, a uh, bit of a dumb move, was holding press conferences, breaking down how far he's going to hit it on every hole. Do you remember that? Yep, absolutely. Remember that? And it was like, oh, my God, yeah, this is, you know. He was talking like, I think even Stevie said at one point, you know, this golf course is a par 67 or 68 for me. Really, Bryce? Really? Yeah. Uh, right, and it, it, I, my point is, Stevie, don't hear much about Bryson coming into the Masters, right? I've yeah. heard nothing, Steve, nothing anymore about this guy. So, yep, no, I just hitting it long is not enough. <laughs> it's yep. just in. There's more to the game than length. Uh, closing it out today, as long as I'm criticizing media today, uh, more of a social media critique, I suppose. But there's, we all knew as of October of last year that New York Islanders great Mike Bossy was in tough. Um, he's been a lifetime smoker, and he was diagnosed with lung cancer, so he was stepping away from his hockey broadcast job to deal with that. And things, things are, I guess there's, there's some reports out there that he's now been moved into palliative care. And, mm-hmm. then, mm-hmm. and, then, and then it's like, but these are all based on reports, and there's even now people that are out there on social media reporting Mike Bossy's death. And it's just like, what is going what? on? Why do why do we have this this insistence on you know being first and and breaking the story when it's something like this? Okay, when it comes down to trades, fine, but right, that's just a trade. Who cares if you know I was wrong about that trade? Darn, uh, even that is not great though because you have families involved, and if somebody's kid hears about a trade that didn't happen, you know it's stressful. Right. We're talking about right. the, a guy's life here, and I just I'm blown away by the number of people that are willing to indulge reports and speculation and jumping to conclusions and these fake pronouncements. Like you just, I, I, we know 
what we know from October. He's got lung cancer. He's stepping away to battle it. To me, either the family or the Islanders as an organization, they'll put something out when we, right. you know, it's their job to put something out. And, and uh, I just, I, I don't know why we're, we're jumping the gun so much on, on a guy's life like this. Yeah, it's funny you bring that up, Stevie, because I started watching uh, an old series, and it's really good, called Newsroom. Oh, I love um, that show. Yeah, and I just started watching it. So this is like apropos of what you're talking about because it's all about the, effectively CNN, you know, right. uh, I think. It's called ACN is the name of it, and it's uh, um unbelievable role the guy has, the, the main guy. Oh, um, uh, that's... Um... Not Bridges. Down, no, I, no, yeah, um, yeah, it's God. I can't, not quite. Jeff Daniels. Um, Jeff Daniels, yeah, In unbelievable role, and it's all about all about getting the scoops, right? It's a, it's the story is this whole network. He's the big star. He's the, he does the evening news primetime at eight, and it's it's really good. And one of the things they say in there, which makes me think exactly of this bossy story, when they want to break a story about some health issues, saying. Well, this newspaper wrote about that, or this, uh, you know, this uh, social media outlet did, and and the girl says, when we're talking about death or something, I'm I'm going to let a doctor report that, right, and not social media report that, you know. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's a great show. It's a great show, and it talks exactly what you're talking about. Uh, really, are you going to do anything to get a scoop? Are yeah. you going to do anything to break a story, uh, which can be good, Steve? But at the at the same time, show the absolute worst part of humanity yeah. when it comes down to, you know, what we'll do for ratings, you know? Yeah. Well, without naming names, the biggest hockey podcast in the world right now made the announcement that Mike Bossy has passed away. And then everybody else sees that and off they went. Mike. And, yeah, uh, and and I don't know how this story is going to play out exactly, but I mean, I, I don't know why everybody has to breathlessly jump to these conclusions yeah. and uh, and react. Let's everybody's got a doctor. Everybody's yeah. got to react. You know, I was, you know, I remember I met Mike Bossy. I did this. I did right. just. Ugh. Anyway, I hear I, you. I, yeah, said my I, piece. I feel your pain. Let us call it a day right there, James. Uh, before we go, I want to remind everybody that we have a website, stewproject.com. We invite you, if you're enjoying the show, of course, we don't have our Bell Media overlords bankrolling our little affair any longer. So uh, we certainly appreciate uh, any uh, any push you can give the fellas as we continue to do this uh, daily initiative. Uh, a Patreon membership would be most appreciated. Again, our website is stewproject.com. James, enjoy your day, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Good night, everybody. We'll see you. Thanks for being with us on the SWP. Please subscribe today or support us on Patreon at stevewproject.com.